Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Remarkably Us, the podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Roan, sober gal living in Southern California, really just trying to do my fucking best and telling you guys how I'm attempting it on the internet. (laughs) That's the intro for today. (laughs) All right. I was on vacation last week and coming back, I have the plague, which is really tough for me to admit because I am, I'm super strong and I never get sick, yada, yada, but it happened. I'm sick. (laughs) However, I have some shit to talk about. So today's episode is about the sadness of healing, the sadness that inevitably comes from healing. Now, when I was just on vacation, I was thinking a lot about my own sadness and I was getting frustrated with myself that I couldn't quite voice my feelings because I didn't quite know where they were coming from or what was even causing them. So it took some time when I got back to be able to sit by myself and realize I'm feeling a big sense of healing sadness right now. I've been putting in all this work the last three years to get to those layers of myself that I kept hidden for so long. And honestly, I was, I'm not perfect. I know, I know. Shocker. (laughs) Honestly, I was resorting back to old behaviors of just shutting it all down and hiding it, which inevitably made the sadness just creep up 10 times more. I realized I was having an overwhelming sense of sadness linked to layers of my box that I'm still healing. I don't know why I have the image of a box in my head right now and like layers that you peel like apart from the whole box, but that's a roll with me here. So I think that that sadness and probably part of the reason that I got sick was my body's way of telling me to sit down, shut up and feel it. Now I can guarantee that at some point in your life, you felt sad, right? You felt that gut-wrenching feeling of loss or heartbreak, grief or suffering. I've had many, many moments of sadness in my life. I felt sad going through a breakup, um, you know, losing friends, loved ones, the events in your life that sadness is inevitably tied to. But I don't think anyone really taught me or warned me about the sadness that comes from healing wounds. This is a type of sadness that really has honestly confused the absolute hell out of me in the past because I'm like, I'm doing good. Like I have all this stuff going for me. I'm finally coming into myself. So why the fuck am I still sad? When I started to do some research into emotions, most specifically loneliness and shame and sadness, I learned, and if you're like, duh, well, fuck you. Thanks for telling me. (laughs) Just kidding. I learned that sadness is the healing of, is the emotion of healing. 
It is designed to help us overcome loss. We want to, you know, kind of be alone, be by ourselves. Crying is our body's physical response to trying to decrease stress. What I learned is that through a healing journey, when you start to peel back all those layers of your past and your present, everything that has made you who you are, there is going to be really deep rooted pain there. I don't care who you are. And that's what I love about humans in general. I was thinking about this this week as well as I'm, you know, I was driving and I'm in a bunch of traffic. I'm thinking, you know, every single person around me in all these cars trying to get home after work has a story, has pain, has their own box with all these layers, all this history of you know, sadness, of trauma, of grief, of joy, of happiness, good moments, bad moments. Those layers of your past, your present, everything that makes you who you are, that deep-rooted pain, that's a pain that doesn't come and go quickly. Sometimes it takes a long time to heal certain wounds. I mean, You're peeling back layers of a box and in between each layer, let's say, is something that needs to be addressed. So you've got your box, your box, and each layer is your whole life. Everything that has made you who you are in between each of those layers is something that needs to be addressed, whether it be a relationship a relationship with a parent, a sibling, a friendship that was maybe torn apart, um, a deep-rooted sense, low sense of self-worth or layers of habits that we've built up to protect ourselves. And And each of those layers, as we take the time to shift and sort through all these detailed, intricate parts of ourselves, we are healing. And in turn, a big emotion that we feel is sadness. Sadness over what we went through, sadness over the past, over things that we lost. It is our body's way of telling us to slow down, to really completely and fully stop to connect and acknowledge all of the other emotions that might swirl around that layer that we're trying to heal. Now, since this is not black and white, these layers don't just begin and stop while we work on the next, right? You don't just like, you open your box and you got your layer and it's like, okay, childhood trauma. And you like, you sit and you think about it and you're like, okay, done. And then you, you flip it over and you move on to the next one. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. So because they don't just begin and stop while we work on the next thing, I feel like it happens more in a swirl of healing. So does our sadness. 
it swirls in and out through our process as we learn to experience and acknowledge the pain. Emotions are an experience. They are a message. They, it is an experience to feel an emotion. And then there is a sense of acknowledgement that has to come after that. Like with anything else, you see something, you experience it, you acknowledge it. I ate this. The experience that I had was pleasant. (laughs) I acknowledge that that is a pleasant experience and I will eat it again. I mean, you can take it so, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Forgive me. I have sick brain. So my words, (laughs) my words are a little slow today, but if you think of of this sadness as a gift, as a message from ourselves to ourselves to do what it is, what it's calling us to do, we can actually get through that healing process fully. Because if I've learned anything, (laughs) it's that you can't turn emotions off for long. I tried, I, I had them off for a long time. I really did. I, I think I, I don't know if I take the, the prize on, you know, who's had their emotions off for longest, but I'm, I've got to be up there. You can try, but they're stubborn and they will stick around until you address them. They're there. You can, you know, cover them up with, you know, busy yourself, ignore them, put substances on top of them, but they ain't going anywhere until you actually address them. So there are a couple of things that I've learned through this journey with myself that help approach sadness in your healing journey. A few things that especially the last couple of weeks, I've really had to work to remind myself of, and that's mindfulness and self-compassion. I mean, these are two just enormous skills that when done can have such an impact on your healing journey. Being mindful is being able to identify and give space to sadness so it can show us what it is that means healing. The message that is underneath the emotion then has space to come out. And I'm using sadness because that's what I have been feeling lately. And that's what I want to talk about, but this is with any emotion. When you're mindful, you're able to identify and give space to all of your emotions so that we can really understand what's beneath that and give it space to come out and teach us. And then being compassionate with yourself, understanding the difficulty of healing, the space that you actually need And the comfort you have to give yourself when sitting with some really tough shit is so important. These are two things that are very difficult for me because 
the opposite. So mindfulness, I have spent the majority of my life being the opposite of that. And that is um, very controlling, very uh, hyper-focused on plans, the future, um, you know, what I need to do and the opposite of being self-compassionate with myself. I'm very, very, very hard on myself. So that has been such a huge barrier for me in the past to heal anything and to actually address these layers of my box because really my nature is to sit and think what's next what do i have to do um you know what does my future look like what's this and being really hard on myself you're not doing this you're not doing this you need to do this you need to look like this you need to act like this you need to sleep for 3 hours a night you know billionaires <laughs> billionaires don't sleep for 10 hours well actually they probably freaking do <laughs> but anyways i've realized that being mindful and giving myself the space to be compassionate with myself and to really address all the shit that I've been through is so monumental in a healing journey. You cannot do it without those two things, mindfulness and self-compassion. It will not happen. I've also realized that sadness is a way that we connect with the bigger picture. It's a way to come to the realizations, the realization that things are not infinite. The universe might be, but we are not. <laughs> we have a beginning and an end. Our, our things do, and jobs do, our life does. We have a beginning and an end. So when we aren't able to acknowledge the dark parts of our journey, that deep sadness, we aren't able to connect with what really matters. We aren't able to find meaning to all of this. I think that the sadness of loss is a really good way to put this certain, this specifically into picture. So when we experience the loss of something, the loss of a relationship, the loss of a person, the loss, the loss of anything, that sadness tied to that loss helps us connect with that bigger picture of there are so many other things out there to be grateful for, or the reason that I I'm feeling this deep sadness tied to this thing, this person, this, this part of my life is because it meant, it meant this much to me. It's able to, you're able to come full circle on all of those emotions that are tied in and, and understand why you're feeling that sadness. It's not easy understanding and experiencing sadness understanding that it's part of your healing journey is not easy. And so much of our nature wants to tell us that being down or feeling low is negative, that this is bad. So much of myself in the past has had uh, really resorts to this, right? If I'm feeling, if I'm sick, that's bad. I should be up doing all of these things. If I'm sad, if I'm crying, that's bad. 
I have to, we have to rewire ourselves to understand that this is a good feeling. It hurts and it's painful, but it is good because it is our body's way of letting us heal something. That whole get up and wipe the dirt off. We have to get rid of that, that way of life. But if you fell, for example, let's take this very logically. And I think I've made this um, comparison in the past. You wouldn't fall, scrape your knee, <laughs> cover it up without even looking at it and pretend it never happened. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, you fall off of some fucking cliff, <laughs> like break your leg and just get up, like cover it with a blanket and be like, I'm fine. I'd like walk away. No, you would most like, I don't know why falling off a cliff was the first thing that came into my mind, man. But you wouldn't, you would most likely sit, look at your cut assess the magnitude of the injury and treat it accordingly. That is the only way to heal an injury. So why is it so fucking difficult for us to do the same with our emotions? Peel back a layer. You get hit with something. You feel something. Shit, what the hell was that? I just fell down. Peel back the layer, assess the magnitude of the emotion that comes from that, let the sadness and the hurt and the pain come, and then use that to heal it properly. Look, life is hard. Healing is hard. But this sadness is our body's way of telling us that something needs to be addressed. The same way pain is there to tell you something needs to be treated. Sadness is an emotion and an experience tied to something. And if you think of it as that, then you can understand that if you're feeling that sadness, it's because that's a that's a step in healing. So is crying. So is, um, you know, a wound heals and a scab forms over, a forms over it. Sadness is a step in the healing process. You cannot skip over it. It doesn't not happen. If you heal, you will be sad, but listen to your body Listen to those messages underneath the emotions and put in the work to heal yourself because you're fucking awesome. And so is life. I um, definitely got who told me the other day, someone <laughs> told me that I'm not too optimistic, but yeah, that I'm too optimistic. And yeah, maybe sometimes I can be a little bit like everything will work out. <laughs> But I spent so much of my life focused on the negative and always feeling so down and out that I didn't have this and I didn't have that. And I, you know, wasn't this and wasn't that. It's not worth it. It really isn't. 
And so now I see even like the silver lining in sadness, which if you would have told me right four years ago that I would be like, I'm sad. This is great. (laughs) But I told you you're a fucking liar, but it is. There's a silver lining in sadness because it means that I've finally gotten to the point where I'm allowing my emotions to come up and I'm still working through exactly how to feel them and address them, but baby steps. But it means that, all right, we're finally letting our emotions come up. Now we need to sit with them. This is your body's way of telling you, you're still got some healing to do on a couple of things. So let's sit, take it easy on yourself and try to understand what your body, what my body's trying to tell me. All right, my friends, that's it. I love you so much. I hope that I feel better soon. The sickness is kicking my ass. On a positive note, my tiny home at Kira's is almost done. I think I'm going to put in my 30 days on my apartment next month. This is December. So January. And I, it, this is like a whole new chapter that's starting. Um, and if you, if you have, if you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Go listen to my episode that I have with Kira Fernandez and you will understand everything about the tiny home and my relationship with her and just how, oh my gosh, just how lucky and so grateful that I feel to have them. So that's exciting. We're going into a new year. Next episode, we are going to be talking about picking realistic goals <laughs> and remotivating ourselves as we go into a new year and how to shift our mindset as we go into 2022 to really set ourselves up for like a successful, um, positive, emotional, mindful year. That's it. I love you guys. If you want any additional content or want to reach out to me, follow me on Instagram at remarkably underscore us. You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com for information, blogs, and episode links all on how to live your most remarkable life possible. Because you know what? We're all out here just trying to do our fucking best. (laughs) Have an amazing weekend, you guys. Love you. Bye.